<laughs> What's going on, man? And trying to get in touch with you. I'm trying to track you down. What's I know. Up? I, was, I was getting blood work done. You know, the old. Gotta, oh. gotta maintain my health and get my blood pressure checked. Oh, you still selling plasma by eight? By the eight. Forty dollars a sack. Hey, selling plasma to get a to get a room temperature forty and an eight. <laughs> Let's rock and roll here. First off, welcome to the show, Buck. Thank you very much. Um, I guess most people probably, most people don't know much anything anyway. You know, it's not it's not being rude, but you know, it's very important to note that, um, you know, not only you're a skateboarder, you've been a skateboarder a very long time, skateboard company owner, you're the first skateboarder to ever be in a hip-hop video. I wouldn't say on MTV because that would be uh, that would be the what? The... Yeah, you know there there was a couple that um <laughs> yeah you can even you can even say the dude I don't know if you remember the um oh my gosh NSX they had that song Devil Inside and they had the one dude who was riding the the Vision Cycle stick and he had did like he bust out the big board slide in the video. Did that come out? But you know what else? Man, that was that was like eighty that was like eighty eight eighty nine. Hey, but you know what else too? The uh the old uh the old police academy joint. It had a music video and all the yeah, music. Had, had had the whole Bones Brigade in there. Yeah, had the whole joint in there back in the day. See Cat Boy in there. Hold on real quick before we go further. Are you can are you whatever sound you got in the background, can you kinda of cut it down a little bit? Yeah, give me one second. I'm gonna have to give me half a second, half a second. So now I'm in the whip. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right, there we go. If you think about this, it's crazy if you think about it. It's uh, skateboarding. The price of skateboarding has never gone down. Like, never. ever. It's, it's never once. Like, like it's actually, it's crazy that it's maintained that same thing. And if you if you really break it down, if you think about it, skateboarding wasn't made for people like poor people. Yeah. You know what I'm it was not made for poor people unless you got kind of initiated in until street skating came around. I mean, like, you got to really think about that because the skateboard itself was $60. And that didn't even, darling, remember all the shit you would have to buy to put on the skateboard? Yeah, yeah let, me, let me run it down for you real quick if you don't mind. No, oh, good. First you had to get a skateboard. Then you had to get grip tape. Then you had to get your hardware. And your hardware consisted of your trucks, which back then you either rode, like if you was really serious, you either rode independent, moto built, or um, trackers or gull wing. That was, you know, this is pre-venture and all of that stuff. And then you had to get riders, and you know, then you know, they of course they came out with different type of rods. They had the cell blocks and all of those. So you had to get risers. It was mandatory that you had um, rails on your board. And you had to get the rivets. Somebody had to drill through and put rivets in you. Then they got smart and gave you those type of screw into the wood screws and shit. No, the, the, yeah. Everything cost money. That shit was so expensive. 
Yes, and yes. don't forget, don't forget the tailplate back in the day. Don't, don't, and don't forget and the nose guard. Don't forget the birdies. Don't, and I was talking about this the other day. And don't forget the birdies. Don't forget the rip grip. Don't, just the accessories of a skateboard. Yeah, for real. But you know what? Um, accessories that went on a skateboard, like, that was not made for people that didn't have money. That sport was that, like, it was, it was, it wasn't made for us, man. People don't really get that shit. And when I say us, I'm not saying just black people. I'm saying people that didn't have money. You know what I'm saying? Black people didn't have money. Because you didn't have money, you, you couldn't have a skateboard. So once you got a skateboard and shit, once you, once you probably drain your parents' pockets out, got you a little skateboard, then you was probably cool enough to go hang with the people that could afford the ramps. They could afford yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until it wasn't until dog until people start street skating, where people were like they didn't have to rely on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like people were like fuck that shit, I'm scratching my board. You know what I'm saying? They were like fuck that shit, I don't need a tail skater. Like that shit's just gonna hold me up in the street. Like they would, they just you know, and, and then you didn't have to go to the ramp. The ramp wasn't like the place to be. And, and if you couldn't afford the ramp, whether it been a street ramp, it, anything, people couldn't afford yeah. that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but no, we were stealing, we were stealing wood and shit for a reason. Not because we wanted to. It's WCRP. You're looking at walking advertisement. Like, this kid is probably wearing, like, $500 worth of stuff down to the board and the hardware. Yeah. And, um... And back in our days, the Power Parota team, they came up with this really good thing. Like, this is, of course, the evolution of street skating because Tommy Guerrero and, and Jim Thibault and, and uh, Martinez and those guys, they had this thing, which was function, not fashion. Yep. You remember that? Yeah, that killed it. I think, I think that, yeah, little, like, I think the little phrases, as you're saying, like the function, not fashion, like all the little quotes of the Eight Street shit, like all that stuff, man. That shit started hitting because it was true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It like, and it was like little subliminal things, and it was like, and it was crazy because it was kind of beating, it was kind of beating at the overt dudes in the head. You know what I mean? Like they just because they thought they were gonna be on top forever. You know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. Wow, and this ain't nothing to no vert dudes, because for a while, if you didn't have a ramp or you weren't in with them dudes, you weren't considered shit. You know what I mean? You could have been the best skater in the world. But if you weren't yeah. if you weren't in that clique, you weren't you know what I mean, you weren't clicked up, you weren't in the ramp jams and all that shit. Like like look at the dude like look at a dude like Fred Reeves. Fred Reeves comes out yeah. of nowhere. Fred Reeves comes out of I mean out, literally like like out like fucking Django. Comes out of nowhere. Because I know yeah. it starts blazing people. People are like, what the fuck? Like, how, where did he look? They couldn't figure it out because they couldn't figure out where he learned it at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, then, and then they couldn't figure it out because they were like, we got the, we got the stronghold on this. How did we not? How are we? It, it, it didn't make sense to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could skate anything and he could skate anything good. And they would be like, well, we just, you know what I mean? A lot of cats, they just had to go to the ramps. And they didn't really, you know, like, there was a while it wasn't, like skateboarding wasn't wasn't being pushed for, and the guys that were pushing it for were getting laughed at. This is funny. I'm talking to you about this because you're you're still a recording artist, but you're a former recording artist, and you were yeah, in yeah, the, we're the sniper. Y'all check that out. Yeah, we sniper you too. Yeah, we sniper. Check him out. 
<laughs> but the beauty of the beauty of this conversation where we're going at is because skateboarding, I've always said this, is run like the record industry. And there's only Yeah, you know I mean there's there's like there's like a RCA, Atlantic, unit like there's only three. You know what I'm saying? There's only three of them. And I like no. everything everything else might as well be considered independent. And the crazy thing about that is like I say that to say this. It's like it's well like the record industry because now you see a lot of companies that are quote unquote independent, but they got deals on the load. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but people don't know that they just got a face for the deal. Like, hey, like this dude, like this dude just started this company. With you know how much money this? Oh, you know how much money is a fucking run a skateboard company? Anybody, anybody, yeah. <laughs> a pro skater does not have the time and money to be running a skateboard company. It's Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Even Nigel Houston, Houston is not running his skateboard company. And that's no not no, the no. It's like He's not even running his Instagram account. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not one of them dudes I'm talking about like that, where he's like got a big company behind him. He's got money, so he can have people work for him. I'm talking about these other little dudes who got little companies. You're like, man, that's a dope little company. How are they doing this? Side of the he's like, they got big money behind you know what I'm saying? It just looks yeah. like it looks like to the eye, like, oh man, this is a dope boy company. Da da da. And it's yeah. like skateboard's been like that, man. If you know, you know. You know what I mean? You know who you know who's getting what, what. I'm seeing cats, man. I talked to you about this the other day. Um, I told you I was on uh Paul Smith's page. And he uh and and shout out Paul Smith, uh no problem I got Paul Smith's a good guy. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with Paul. Paul, uh, Paul made our first aesthetic boards, and uh, and Mike Mike uh, showed us fucking Gran Turismo when we were making aesthetics boards. So I always be cool with him. <laughs> but Ron Allen was on was on Paul's page, and and uh, I guess Paul was talking about not just new project and saying I don't know if he I didn't even get that far to see if like like it was something he was saying something that said click more. I mean, I didn't click that shit. And and uh, I saw the first comment, and it was like, "Hey man, that's a cool story, you know. But why don't you tell, why don't you tell these people how I called you for like thirty five weeks and couldn't get bored? This is Ron Allen. It's WCRP. Yeah, Ron Allen. Ron Allen, dog. <laughs> this dude gave y'all tricks. Like, not too many people gave us tricks in skateboarding, but, you know. Not, not too many dudes would be pro street skaters. If it have them boards, that dude's probably making us for street dudes. On that phone, that'd be like telling, like, Melly Mel, you can't make him an album. He wouldn't even come at him like that. And, like, I think it's kind of awesome that those things should be said in the open. You know what I mean? It's like, it shouldn't be a problem for Ron Allen to get skateboards, ever. It shouldn't be a problem for Ron Allen to get skateboards, but, you know. But that, that, that's, that's a, that, that just kind of shows you how the industry is. You know what I mean? And it's like, like damn, that man can't get boards from nobody? Like, what? Like, but, what? You know, Thank God for every time you have, like, a, a tyrannical leader of some sort. So I'm not calling, you know, Schmidt 
a, a, a tyrant or anything like that. But in the skateboard world, he is sort of a tyrant because he's a producer of, you know, a commodity. But it, it's good that, you know, we have examples to break away from those commodities. You know, for example, like when the Girl Skate crew formed a, a lead cadre in the middle of, of um, Rocco's session, you know, his whole dominance of skateboarding in the in the late 80s and early 90s, yes. you know. So it gave us that will and tenacity and, and that strength to forge on and, and become independent makers of, of skateboarding and everything. Because, you know, our company, yeah, we have to use elite. And it's a problem, even with being a purchaser and having connects and, you know, the, the people who run these companies, like I either knew these dudes from when we were all, you know, young men or, you know, we've fallen into the spectre of mutual friendship along the way somewhere with somebody that we know and everything. You can have a foot in with these dudes and still get treated like a scrub. You know, I think the big thing, and I've done this when I first started my brand, I did it for the first almost year, is you try to, you'll never, you'll never be even. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're never going to be on that playing field. So you got to yeah. create your own lane. You know what I'm saying? And you got to believe in your own lane. Can't act, you know, like, it's almost like if you get the same thing that you got out of skateboarding, there's a very small percentage of people that make it in skateboarding. Then after skateboarding, there's an even smaller percentage. But realistically, ain't nobody really making it. It's just like, you know, it's like a, it's like a lot of, uh, it's it's just a lot of holy up shit. You know what I mean? Which is great. Which is great for them. But like some things just ain't for everybody. And and realistically, a lot of brands like that. I think a lot of people aspire to be like. You know, they walk in the shop like shit, man. Like I'm seeing all these say quasi boards. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, man's gonna do well. You know what I mean? They got fucking they got a nice little machine behind it. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Like no, the dudes like dudes pro for. He was pro forever for fucking ruling the company. He's still skating. He's got vans behind him. He's going to do well. If you come out the gate, you ain't been skating like 10 years. The fuck you think you're going to have boards on the side? It's, it's almost like a trick. You know, it's, it's how people sell art, too. It's, it's a very tricky thing how, like, a lot of these older guys are selling shit and the wording that they put around it and how they do it, you know, because they know their consumer. They know their consumer is not that smart. So they can be like sold out, and their consumer ain't gonna check. This some dude probably forty eight, ain't skated in twenty years. Like, damn, man, I missed that. I need to get that next time. And boom, they're out the door. You know, but guys like yeah. you and myself, who who want to put out good stuff, you know what I mean? Like, we want to put out stuff we believe in, not stuff that's like, all right, we gotta cater to the market and da da da. It's like, fuck that. We are a market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the and the more we believe in ourselves. And not have to not have to think like, man, man, you know, like how can I get my boards in there too? It's like fuck that. I mean, it's, it's plenty of skate shops, plenty of people. I mean, so much you can build. You can do it on the underground level, probably better than you can with most of these shops. Most of these shops probably want shit for free. Let's be real. They want shit for free. They want shit. Like I went to a shop. They were trying to buy shirts off me for like twelve, fourteen dollars. I'm like, dog. If you get if you get a shirt for fourteen, and turn around sell for thirty five. Dog, no, nah, I don't do business like that. I'd be better selling it myself. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, it's like I can't depend on them people to like 
if they ain't gonna support me like that. You know, you can be like, yo, can I come in here and throw it on consignment? But they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna treat you like them other ones. You know what I mean? You see how they act when they get the other boys in. They're like, oh man, hosting the same day. Oh man, look, it's like I got seen that board. 50, 11 times on the internet already. That's, that's what I was telling you. That's what I was telling you about Sun Sun the other day. You know that one, that one cat we was talking about, and um, yeah, you know you go in there and then you you're looking like, dude, I'm looking at what the other boys are in here for. I'm not even asking for that. Like you know, I've never went into a board shop with my boys and asked for over forty dollars a board. I come in there, you know, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, forty at the most. Especially if it's a pro deck, and I know that his board is going to sell. All you're doing is putting it on your damn shelves and charging tax, and you're still eating damn near as much as I'm eating off of the board. Yep. So, you know, and, and there's so many avenues for a person to take upon himself to deliver his message or his goods. Like, it's too much going on out here. It's too much Internet, too much, you know, advertising on on. You can make you can even advertise on Hulu now. <laughs> it's WCRP. I ain't even gonna lie, and I fuck with creature. I fuck with creature. I tell you, I saw a creature ad on some random stuff I watched on YouTube. I was like, what the fuck? That's where I'm like. Oh. Grandma, dog, my grandma, dog. I was like, a, it was a creature ad, dog, and it was like, I think it was like drunk history. Or it was something fucking weird. But I was like, hold on, what? I had to pause the shit and go back and be like, yo, this is a creature ad. And it was dead ass. Like it was a creature ad on YouTube. Yeah. You, know? you can't be mad at it. You know, it's like it's like because hey, that's creature. Creature ain't never stepping on nobody's toes. Creature never. Creature never straddled the fence. They were just like, you know what, man? They do their little thing. I, I fuck with them. I like them. Some some shit is some shit is so organic that you just can't front on it. And Creature is one of those organic companies. Like they always had a good team, you know. So like, so with them, it's like, like it ain't, it ain't it ain't like letting them slide. But with them, it's like they never said that, they never claimed they were like never gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they just hey, somebody probably wanted to buy some advertising, they sold it to them. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, they know somebody on that thing that I was watching. I don't know. But what I do know is cats, like, there's just little tricks. You know what I mean? Me and Mike York talked about this the other day. There's little tricks that people use. I know, like, like they've hit both him and me up. They tell you little tricks, and you're like, I don't want to use the little tricks. I don't like lying to people or something like that. That's wow. Yo, it's like the music industry, man. A lot of people built up. You know, you see this shit every day. You see it all day. It's like, it's like man, like, they build you up to break you down real quick. And, uh, you know, I think that's really awesome what you guys did with y'all so stupid because there was no one making music like that. You know what I mean? And then and then you brought the element of skateboarding into it. Let's be serious here. Back then, black folks were laughing at skateboarding. You know, like the, the me, you, and Dwayne Robinsons were very friendly. When I met Dwayne, I became Dwayne's best friend, and he lived all the way in Orlando. You know why? Because the black people skated. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And we're both, we're both, yeah, we're, we're both, you know, both for that guy right there, we both share the same sentiment. Yes. You know, and like, I, and, and he, obviously he's a little older, you know, he's a little older than both of us. And, uh, yeah. you know, I thought that was always, because I didn't have a lot of people look up to, you know, it's like the magazine, the magazine, <laughs> once you start getting a little older, 
you, you start detaching yourself away from things like that. You know, you almost start looking at, like, wrestling and cartoons. You're like, yeah, it's cool, but, uh, you know, you ain't reading magazines. You're talking to girls and smoking cigarettes drinking little beers. and You know, you ain't, you ain't into it as much as you're into skating, but you're into that side of it. So it was always good to see a visual representation of that. And, you know, you guys did that. You did that with the All So Stupid Man. Like, that's crazy. You know, you got to really think yeah. that's wild. A lot of people can't really put that into context. If that would have been anybody else, trust me, we'd be talking about it. That should be on the front of Thrasher a million times. But that's something that should never, ever, ever be, like, thrown to the side. You know what I mean? That's huge. That's a huge moment in hip-hop. It's a huge moment in skateboarding. You know You got to think about this. Payne and them just made that big-ass movie about uh about hip-hop and skate and all that shit. And it's yeah, like... Yeah. And you get what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, dog, you forgot this dude. 